The Rant Network with Stuart Brisgell and David Solomon every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. You think about it, we rant about it. Listen to us live on Facebook. Well, it is Friday, everybody. We survived this week. And I got to tell you, David, you look sharp in that button-down shirt. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you know what? You know, this has been a pretty busy week with news. It's been a pretty busy week for us at the Rant Network, closing out that 40-minute long interview, which I'm now going to officially say, without even telling David, is part one. Because we don't know what part two is going to be yet. And I want to thank Mr. DeLaGuardia once again for giving us his time and being as transparent and honest, something in which that we are all in favor of. By the way, I also want to thank I also want to thank everybody. And we got dozens of answers and comments from people. Um, Unbelievable. Uh, Thanks, John. And a lot of a lot of people were commenting to us uh, over the last few days. I got some personal texts as well. Couldn't believe the response. Can't believe the 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 real the the reaction that we're getting from people. Um, And and if you are interested in reaching out to Rick, uh, go please. Rick the LaGuardia is available LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Please reach out to him. The man is full of knowledge and understanding. And what's incredible is that already the buzz, there was a buzz created a conversation about really how to handle these going in the future. So um, if you have a topic or a subject that really has an impact in your area or like you believe across in the same way that we've dealt with the, the sad situation in Surfside, folks, bring it on. And we've got, it's amazing, Stuart Ivey, people have said to us that they really want to um to, to go by the way. By the way, John is spelled without an H, just FYI. So, oh, you know, I can spell it. Just, just to add on that, just so you know, there from the cause of our meeting, there's actually going to be a, a city hall meeting in Sunny Isles Beach to nice. talk about ideas about how cities could actually help. So, well, you know, there is going to be a lot of conversation. Uh, some of it will probably be beneficial and some of it won't. That's yep. typically the democratic political process. But uh, sorry, John, I spelt your name with an H. It's okay. It's all good. Let's get into the crux of the matter today, Stu. Take it away, Dave. So, folks, bringing Free Flow Friday, it's really about, you know, like, what's the topic? What's going to happen? And, and um, sometimes they're light. Sometimes they're fun. This one really pissed me off really, really badly. So um, I've said this many times. I'm a big sports fan. I love sports of all kind. And last weekend was the second biggest weekend in the sporting world for soccer. If you're a soccer fan, you know that the World Cup is the big deal. It's awesome. But the second big deal, and you can argue if you are a South American or if you're European, there are tournaments that to the regional tournament, the European championships and the South American championships happen at the same time in parallel. And I don't care if you're which one you favor the most. Um, they're both awesome. But what a contrast. The South American one, the Copa America, finished between Argentina and Brazil. Now, if you know the history of Argentina and Brazil, they've been hating each other for generations. This is nothing new. Portuguese versus Spanish, Brazilians versus Argentinians. Wars were started over soccer games in the past. It's been a, it's a wild and wacky region of the world. And with COVID, this year, the Copa America was in hosted in Brazil. And there were no fans in the stands. Unlike what we saw in the rest of the world, there are zero. Uh, COVID still runs rampant in Brazil, despite the fact that that president, even though he got COVID, he doesn't kind of care. But the stands were empty. The Argentinians won one nothing. their first big ter- international tournament since the 1980s, since Maradona won it. And the celebration was beautiful. It was 
absolutely stunning. And if you, I'm not going to get into the details, but what an amazing experience that, that, and it went incident free. Beautiful. By contrast, the next day, it's time for the European Championships. Italy, the Azzurri versus England. England believes that they own the soccer championship. No matter what soccer championship they think they own it, they say, we're going to bring the cup home. There are songs that sing about it. They're unbelievable. They are very passionate fans, but they're also the most eccentric fans in the world. They're banned in many countries. They're known for their rowdiness. They're known for their hatefulness. And it reared its ugly head again on Sunday. What happened? So game goes to extra extra time. It goes to penalty kicks. Penalty kicks means five aside, go up and kick a ball one-on-one against the goaltender. Okay? Now, I played soccer, and I have to tell you, under the stress, under the, the absolute um, heat of the moment, the momentum, it is not as easy to score a goal as you all think. It's really harder than you really can imagine. And... The UK, sorry, England sent their two first kickers, and they scored. Italy missed one of the two. It was two to one for England. And alas, comes Marcus Rashford to go and to kick the next penalty for England. He hits the post. Italy ties the game. Next up, Jaden Sancho. Goalie, massive goalie, stops the ball. Italy scores. They're up 3-2. And now it's time for Bukayo Saka to try to tie it up and misses. Italy wins. Now, why am I bringing this up? And why did I mention these three names, ladies and gentlemen? Are are they living? Very, very simple. They absolutely happen to be black. And the reason I'm bringing this up, not because I think that it's a a problem, but the moment that all three missed, social media erupted. The fans erupted. The racial hate that was thrusted towards these three players. By the way, the first two scored for England, white guys. These three guys were black. Bukayo Saka is 19 years old. The kid who's crying in the middle of that picture is 19. The most difficult, stressful position you could put him in. The goalie made a fabulous save. England lost. The blame was thrusted on three black players. Now, before the game started, ladies and gentlemen, all the players, Italy and England, went down on one knee. They kneel in form of anti-racism. By the way, English soccer, from the lowest level all the way to the Premier League, banned all teams from going. They actually boycotted, pardon me, not banned, they boycotted social media for an entire weekend because they were. it was against racism. There was so much racism thrusted online, you cannot imagine, towards blacks, towards any non-English soccer player. The racism is so deep. And this is what ends up happening. There's a 19-year-old kid right now that I don't know how he's going to like go forward between his age and his race, the kid, I don't, I'm, the kid's a mess. Thank you to English soccer fans for ruining what possibly could have been a phenomenal weekend. And if that was all, I would have said, okay. But alas, The Economist magazine decided that we need to poke our nose into this and look for a problem. Because you see, the Italian team, hey guys, you know something about the Italian team? They're all white. And the economists decided to poke at that saying, you know, 
There's no diversity on the Italian team. That's disgusting. And he should be called out for it. Now, I did a little bit of homework. Italy, 56 million people. One million are approximately a million are of African descent. Last I did the numbers, that's a minuscule percentage. The last time there was a black player, he was phenomenal. All right. Balotelli was phenomenal. He was black. He was their best player, but he was one black player on a team of white players. I don't understand. What are you looking for? The Economist, once again, known for its digging into places where they shouldn't be digging, tried to create a problem where there was no problem. No one called out the Italian team. I just want to know, should African teams be called out because they're all black and there's no white, black, white, white soccer players on the team? Okay, are we going to start to get into Brazil and look for all the like, like, guys... Let's use our common sense in our head here. Not every country is like Canada and the United States that is the melting pot. Let's get real. And to the economists, shame on you for putting in a racist theme where it didn't belong. The focal point should have been on the hate thrusted by the English fans and not calling out the Azuri for not having diversity when, in fact, how can you have diversity? The reality is the best players made the team. This wasn't about black versus white. Don't confuse what happened with the U.S. track and field championships where a pl- where an athlete was banned and they were yelling racism. Stuart, I'm telling you, what upset me so much this week with this is this is a, f- a sport I love. Once again, racism gets in there, rears its ugly head, and ruins what could have been such a phenomenal weekend. You know, all right. Uh, as as many people who know me know that I'm not the biggest sports fan on the planet. If it's a final, I'll watch it. If I can go and see it in real life, I'll enjoy it. But watching soccer on TV is like watching grass grow. And so I will honestly just put that out there. Uh, I will tell you in my little research, there actually was a war between El Salvador and Honduras because of a soccer game. And, you know, if you go back to Greece you know, the purpose of doing these Olympic Games was to actually to try and prevent different cities or different Greek empires that existed in Greece uh, from killing each other and having a, a venue to have who has the top guy. You know, but again, Greek athletes, you know, performed uh, their acts, which are typically around military, but naked. But thank God soccer player and soccer has evolved and they wear shorts, cleats and shirts. But I'm not going to uh, change my political view. Trying to figure out where you're going with that, but okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, I'm moving along. You know, next thing you know, you're going to find them complain about not only the how how the lack of diversity a team may be, but then they're going to say, why are there no gendered other people on a men's soccer team? But, but that's, that's what not the, today. But, but that's ridiculous. This is where we're this is yeah. where we're heading. We just exactly. can't play the sport for the sport. We have to ruin it. By fu- trying to look for racism where it doesn't belong, and we, ranted, and we ranted that a couple of months ago, a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. It's been so many rants. I'm starting to lose track. But I'm not going to talk about soccer, and I'm not going to talk about sports. I'm going to continue on on a subject. You know, again, because talk about racism. You know, there's a big, huge hot ticket all about Cuba and how the federal government, in the United States, is making it more and more difficult for Cubans to immigrate or help Cuba 
because typically they're all Republican, not Democrat. But that's not for today. That's for another day. I'm going to continue on on this uh, HOA, Homeowners Association, uh, managers and uh, boards, uh, because I only have a short time to talk. And, and I'm going to tell you that personally, I live in a building that has all of these problems, you know, and, and I think that the the lack of understanding of how complex these problems are, it's really a very complicated one. You have presidents of boards that could be basically, uh, I guess, kids, you know, some mother owns a unit, puts her son on the board. And that kid is now responsible for a three to nine million dollar budget. It's really nonsensical. And the state, the DVPR, as it's called in Florida, is utterly, utterly, utterly useless. So, again, having agencies to do things that do absolutely nothing. So going back to Mr. DeLaGuardia, uh, I agree the problem lies with the HOA and the board and the lack of transparency. And I would ask, uh, you know, for us to bring back Ms. DeLaGuardia uh, to talk about this because I think we need to do an episode on HOAs, boards, and their legal rights. And maybe we can find one of our attorneys who's a real estate attorney that may want to come on that broadcast. Uh, I'm looking for one, PM us on the sidelines. But David, I mean, I got nothing more to rant about other than, you know, I got a property manager named Stacy Wong. And I think she's utterly ridiculous and needs to be uh, filed complaint against as she targets uh, homeowners. And uh, it's just nasty. You know, people just don't respect the fact of having a job. What is Risa talking about? Blame soccer? Oh, boy. Only no, 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 no. I'm answering Risa. It's okay. Stuart, Stuart, finish up on your comments about. Well, your- we're, we're, we're coming up to the close. So there's really, you know, you burned a lot of time about soccer. I mean, I really couldn't get into a real rant because I didn't have enough time. And we're not running 40 minutes on. Uh, no, we're not going to run 40 minutes. But you know what? I think we've talked a great deal about the HOA this week. And we've got to let that let's settle. And we'll come back to it, I'm sure, down the road when when new information is coming up. But uh, one thing is for sure, the, the these HOAs have got to start rethinking themselves and start re thinking how they're going to, how they have to, how they have to help their tenants. And if you're folks, if you're living in a condo, an apartment building or something, and there is an association in there, you need to get involved. I can't tell you how many people have told me, I don't feel like it. It's so boring. I can't take it. I can't this, I can't that. You know what? Safety. I think that at this point, your safety should be paramount. And when we saw those cracks, Stuart, you rolled some pic- great pictures this week and yep. those pictures scream at you. And I think Rick's comment that concrete communicates problems Folks, yeah. You know, that that building has problems. David, so look, it's coming to the summer. We got lots of travel in our future and lots yep. of uh, stuff going on. If anyone wants to, to give us a topic, drop us a line, rant at the rantnetwork.com. Send us through Facebook, YouTube, any of the verticals. Catch us on a podcast. 40 minutes, a lot to watch, especially with my mug, my face. But you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, or even iHeartRadio is running us now, David. 
Hey, folks, just 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 keep in mind, we've got a whole bunch of topics coming up. Risa, thanks for throwing that in there. Yeah, like right now, there's conversations about border openings. Should we be talking? Should should we? How? What's going to happen? Vaccine passports, the whole thing. That's coming up over the next couple of weeks. We're also going to be talking about, you know, that booster shot. There is yep. talk Number about three. a third shot. And you know what? What do you do when you have a mixed cocktail in your system? Not that we're medical experts, but let me tell you, we're we love to talk to doctors. To you say, know, we, 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 we got a medical expert that chimes in and, and nah, listens to he's, us. He's, he's know, not an infectious disease expert. That that doctor is a uh, he's a he's a transplant surgeon, so I'm not sure. But if he's and he's what, got you know, more brain cells than you and I combined, so well, he'll probably be able to chime in more talk, unofficially. I, I I would talk for yourself. The other thing is, folks, we should also be talking about is the Olympics are starting Tokyo. a week from today. Yep. Should they have canceled the damn thing? Should yep. they have postponed it again? Maybe. I have I have many contacts in Japan who have told me that they are furious, literally furious that the Olympics are going on in Tokyo while there's a major pandemic happening. And With no finally, spectators. No and spectators. finally, a story that's kind of going under the radar, but we've been contacted by a couple of people, Cuba. Why are certain American Cuba politicians... Why is a certain politicians in the United States con con considering Cuba a beautiful place, and yet the people there are freaked out and are scared out of their minds. These are topics we're coming, guys. We're going to be talking about this over the course of the next couple of weeks. We love you. We look forward to hearing from you. Have yourselves a wonderful, 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 wonderful weekend. Enjoy the sun. Enjoy the heat. We love you. See you Monday.